0: I'm Gina from Venissimo Cheese, and today, super special guest in the house is Joe Magnanelli. He is the executive chef of the Urban Kitchen Group, um, which a lot of people probably know contains such wonderful restaurants as Cucina Urbana, mm-hmm. Cucina Anoteca, Cucina Sorella? Yep. And others.
1: Urban Kitchen Catering.
0: Urban Kitchen Catering. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And Joe, I'm thinking back because Venissimo's now just over 14 years old. I think I probably met you even before we ever opened because we lived downtown. One of our favorite restaurants when we moved here was Chive. Chive. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you? Were you there?
1: I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Before um, Cucina Urbana.
0: Yes, existed. exactly. Yeah. Was was all there. Mm-hmm. I just remember that being just, it was so fancy. It was so nice.
1: It was, it was uh, ahead of its time. Ahead of its it was, time. It was, yeah. Exactly. Wasn't that it? I cu- I was yeah. on the tail end of uh, its existence, mm-hmm. but it was special when I was there.
0: When you were yeah. there. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So tell us first a little bit about yourself. Have you always been a chef? Uh, what's, yeah. what's your story? I've never
1: done anything else. I sold shoes when I was 16 <laughs> Did you? Awesome. for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> quickly realized that wasn't my... That wasn't
0: going to be the yeah, path. <laughs> yeah.
1: But other than that, I've been in the food service industry yeah. since then. I was, you know, after that... Uh, Horrible experience of selling shoes at a mall. Uh, oh I was God. I worked at Little Caesars. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then fr- from there got into working in yeah. restaurants uh, in high school.
0: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Um, do you like to cook at home too? Then did you always or was that just more no? From the I, job? I I
1: I think um I, I was always interested. You know, I, I remember as a in school elementary mm-hmm. school doing projects and always doing like baking things. Yeah, I think I always yeah. been an in, in, an interest of mine. Yeah. Um, and then I I I know something just uh, about taking raw ingredients and, mm-hmm. and and manipulating them was has always yeah. really been interesting. It's been me. interesting mm-hmm. and fascinating. I think from the first time yeah. I put something in a hot saute pan that it captured me and never let go. Yeah, yeah. That sizzle and then you know,
0: yeah, that's good. Was all then your would you say everything you learned was kind of on the job? Like, did you really learn? And I never went to culinary school. Yeah, exactly. And then on the job. All the techniques and everything like that. A lot yeah. of
1: trial and error. Sure. Um, we I worked for some good chefs that um, like to teach. I never really had that chef mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of yeah. People. You hear that today. I, yeah, I, I never really did. I mean, I've had good chefs that I've learned a lot of a lot of things from. Um, I mean, I could name a few, but yeah, um, never one that's been with me my whole career that's been teaching me. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I feel mm. like um, I've been. A mentor to a lot of chefs. I was gonna
0: ask now though yeah you probably I have, are
1: <laughs> I have yeah and then and I don't think it's something that I mm-hmm. like um like go out to try to do I think it just you know when when you have young chefs coming up and it's you want to teach them everything you've messed up already yes you know don't do it this way <laughs> trust me trust I ruined a lot of stuff by doing that so um I you know just try to get them yeah. interested and you, you see some people that have that interest that I feel like I had growing up, you want to kind of nurture it, and, yeah, and and make sure they're getting on the right path. On the path, that's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: Um, so you you are you know the chef of truly one of my favorite Italian restaurants, and that oh. is the Cucina. We are downtown it's the Cucina Urbana, but uh-huh. they're all awesome. Um, and are all the like the little vases mm-hmm. <laughs> you make all that obviously
1: we do, but you, you know we just took to the vases off the menu. <gasps> The, the, in the jar, but they're Kevin. all the all the stuff. Yeah. We still have the chicken liver okay. pate. We still that have the parata. Okay, they're
0: and still the, there. They're, they're just still not there in, in jars. Just, not in jars. Okay, mm-hmm. then I will survive. <laughs> I will survive. Yeah,
1: but the 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 the, the, the ingredients are there. So are there yeah.
0: exactly? Because that's mm-hmm. just such good stuff. Yeah. Have you, as a restaurant group, always made your own? start getting into the charcuteries mm-hmm. and to the pates and sure. things like that. Yeah.
1: No, we haven't. I mean, the the chicken liver pate has always okay. been made, obviously. um Pâtés and things that don't take uh, curing and mm-hmm. aged curing, we okay. haven't always done. Yeah, um, But that's one of those things going back to trial and error. It's one of those things, you know, you kind of pick up a book and you're like, man, I want to try this. And then yeah. you start playing around with it and then it turns into something, you know, and then it's uh, something yeah. that you're able to use sure. uh, in that form on, on, a, on the, the charcuterie board.
0: Yeah, that mm-hmm. is really good because you guys do a really nice board. And Thanks. now with all these cured meats. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna, my tale of a cured meat, because you're right, you see it like in an Instagram post sure. or you on TV or something. Um, I saw duck prosciutto. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, that sounds kind of fun. Duck, small, you know, small right. piece of meat. I'm going to try to cure, you know, do my own little duck mm-hmm. prosciutto. And you know what? I will post this at noonontuesday.com just because we're laughing about this. Sure. And maybe you'll appreciate um, afterwards. But um, this you know. Normal size of a duck breast. Sure. Um, did the salting and aging and everything, and put it in the um, cheese, like cheesecloth, right. everything. And so, I, <laughs> so far, so good. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you'll approve of this or if it's good or not. But then I just hung it literally on a hanger in a dark closet yeah. for I don't know, it was about a month. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Looking back, what did I do? Was that okay? Good start? Sounds good. This was the, my first dabble into curing yeah. meats.
1: It sounds, everything sounds right. If you, it was you delicious. Oh, it was good. Yeah. See, yeah. I think people get scared because it's, it feels like raw meat just yes. sitting out and not
0: refrigerated.
1: I mean, basically what you're doing is fermenting it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it, it yeah. um, it sounds good. I've, I've wanted to do that. My wife mm-hmm. won't let me hang meat around the house. Hang it in
0: the closet, yeah. <laughs> Probably wise. <laughs>
1: but, you know, old uh, wine refrigerators are great for that, too. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's you just –
0: that's the per- perfect temperature? Mm-hmm. Kind of that 57-degree yeah. range or something? I had something? an extra one. Yeah. and gave it to
1: one of my neighbors, and yeah. he um, he's using it now and, and, and putting bacon and stuff like in there. <laughs> that yeah. sounds so, so, so good. Yeah. yeah, I think something about that, you know, uh, 57 degrees, mm-hmm. I think, is the is – the, a strike zone for cure, for, for curing. curing. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: good to know. Never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was your first? Oh, well, go ahead.
1: just so you know, back I mean, before they had like refrigeration, mm-hmm. that's how they did it. Put it in cool, dark places in their right. cellars or sure. in their basements and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's why you like caves. You always hear cave aged things. Yes, the the dampness and the, the the temperature is just perfect for that kind of stuff. Or that, and kind that's of how stuff, they yeah. that's how it was developed. Over time, is that taking that environment and recreating it into something that's a little more controlled?
0: Right, sure. Mm -hmm. For the modern world, although that's so ancient and so natural of a process, and I think makes it better. It really makes it better. We need, you know, it's funny to watch things go back Mm -hmm. to where they all started. In a lot of cave, (laughs) if I had just a cave laying around, I would do it. Would that be good? Mm -hmm. We always were saying if there was only some cave here in San Diego that was discovered, (laughs) then we could put cheeses and meats in it wouldn't that just be the best and take it
1: back to that cheeses too it's the best right it's
0: the same thing and you're right it was just just like cheese that's what's so interesting just to talk about Mm -hmm. charcuterie and the cheese together they they go hand in hand was the way to preserve that raw ingredient Mm -hmm. that otherwise would go bad right you can't eat a whole hog in one sitting right you need how are you going to keep make that hog last through the winter right i think that's
1: the that's the fun part about it is you know you get the whole pig in, and yeah, like okay, what are we going to do with everything? Right? <laughs> everything you've got to figure it out, and yeah. there's so many different things to do with it. It's like picking, okay, there are your five things yeah. that you're going to do with that. Well, we got the front shoulder, we could make spela, or we could um, grind it and put it into a salumi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the whole belly section where you could make bacon, or you could <sighs> make porchetta. Yeah. You know, porchetta is not aged or anything, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty. Pretty, pretty darn uh, delicious. Awesome, You um, just said
0: a word I don't know, spela.
1: Spela, it's like a you know, cured from the front shoulder. Huh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got
0: it. You um, didn't start with a pig. Did you start with a whole pig? No. No. When, what I was mean, your first dabble into the curing? Just making
1: sausages first, yeah. I think, and casing okay. them, right? It just And ruining a lot of those, of course. I'll, tell, <laughs> I'll talk about that a lot because it literally is, it's like, the, you know, you can read it in the book, and there's some really good books out that kind of talk you through the process and talk you through everything.
0: Oh, nice! Like for a home maybe maker type sure. of thing. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I mean, the recipes are
1: usually larger than what you probably want to would want to make. Yeah. But um, and I don't know. I mean, I would love to get a whole pig at home, but yeah. uh, you know, what do you where do you put it all? It's Wait, a lot. Sure. Exactly. Uh, Once yeah. you break it all down, it's like, oh my god, there's so much. It's it's um, so it's good to have yeah. the the space to do it in the restaurants. Um, yeah, but. You know, you you got to find these things, in the the back leg, it's like that's prosciutto, mm, right? Mm-hmm. But not a lot of places have the space to be able to just have a yeah a, a leg hanging around for a year and a half. Exactly, sure, sure, so sure. You gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta be strategic with it. Yeah. We've we've done some prosciuttos a few times. Oh, nice. Um, we've had uh, good luck with a couple times, mm-hmm. and we've also opened a bunch. That's also just, the fun part. You like you don't know until you crack it open. Mm-hmm. You might be like, throw it away. Yeah, you know, and you would, really had to do that. Oh, a yeah, of, yeah, a couple
0: of times. What do you? And it's hard to know what happened. Well, you, you can you kind of troubleshoot. Yeah, yeah, you know,
1: it's like well, you, there's a thing called hard case where it's like mm-hmm. it gets too dry too fast on the outside, uh-huh. and it doesn't allow it to uh, dry all the way through the middle. Mm-hmm. Um It might, you know, you might not have cured it. Like, put this head in the salt long enough. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things. Um, you know, the prosciutto particularly is always one that's like the the most rewarding because. Minimum of twelve right. months to eighteen yeah. months. You want it? We've we've done it where we've mm. got little suckling pigs in before, and just mm-hmm. done little little oh legs, gosh. little so, prosciutto. legs. Oh, like
0: four pounds? Yeah, what would they're be? little <laughs> tiny things, there, and then yeah. you you know it's only
1: like a four to six month mm-hmm. um, thing, and they've been kind of fun.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so cool.
1: But when you get one of those big yeah. legs, it's like, man, we yeah. have a couple in there right now, and it's just like. Just wait, and I am. Yeah. I I got to tell you, I'm Thanks. one of the most impatient people. So this has been a really yeah. good exercise yeah. for me to like learn patience.
0: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. patience, and and uh, that patience is part of the reason things cost so much, right? Some mm-hmm. of the prosciutto and stuff. Yeah. This is hanging around in somebody's cave, in somebody's cellar, in mm-hmm. somebody's right place for one and a half, two two plus years. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Um, that does take patience. Yeah. So I assume you've got maybe a few things going at once, so that they yeah roll through mm-hmm. and become ready at different times
1: yeah um you know you'll want to try to because because you kind of need to have a little roi also so yeah yeah some of the things you want to be able to um cook right away that you can you can sell in the restaurant for example right? Sure. like a porchetta or oh, we'll nice. make pates yeah. or, mm-hmm. or, or ground uh, sausages things that can be used right away yeah. and then you have the things that are aging and also the prices you know part of the aging process is it drying. Mm-hmm. So you're losing a lot of weight. Ah, good right? point. Yep. So when you start with something that's 10 pounds, you t- rule of thumb is like 30% of that wow. needs to dry. So you're going down, you're paying for poundage and sure it's going shrinking
0: and then suddenly there's not as much poundage to sell mm-hmm. interesting yeah it's a good point to yeah. to keep in mind mm-hmm. so you mentioned you kind of started with sausage and i've always right. been curious the casings mm-hmm. you know there's op- many many options mm-hmm. natural being what
1: um they're usually be- anywhere from hog casings yeah. to beef middles okay. to beef bungs okay
0: and it can be any of those mm-hmm. and where do you get those do you get those at this where do you get those? I, <laughs> like, can you I go to a butcher have, and I ask? order them?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there's okay. a sausagemaker.com, yeah. um, butcher and packer. Oh, okay, are, are companies that I order from. Um, and you can usually, you know, I also I do order um, the synthetic casings as well for some certain things.
0: Okay, and what what are, are those made of? Or do we... you know, they're. I <laughs> to
1: be honest, they're called like fibrous or something mm-hmm. like that. But okay. they're the ones that you would just kind of peel back. So there's, oh, gotcha. there's right. So there's pros and cons me. to both. Mm-hmm. Um, Super you know, curious. Yeah, the natural casings obviously have a shelf life if you don't they come in huge hanks right so there's Mm -hmm. you know you could case hundreds of pounds of it in there so it's like if you're not using it you gotta you know you know keep them on water and yeah and and roll roll through them they um the good thing is they add flavor you know they add uh, depth of flavor to the the, the to whatever you're
0: doing and using Mm -hmm. so typically maybe if you don't know when you've got a piece of salumi or a sausage Mm -hmm. in your hand if it peels not so easy. It might be natural. Like, is there a way you could even
1: tell the difference? Yeah, I mean, typically, you know, when you get like pepperoni, you peel the whole thing yep, back,
0: and that's super easy. Right. So that would be a synthetic one, right. not synthetic, just a, not the natural casing. Right.
1: Yeah, and then, um, but the but the the pros to that is it comes. It's very sterile. It's clean. It's dry. Sure. It packs a perfect amount. Like they come in mm. a, a diameter and a weight. They call them. So yeah. you could put two and a half pounds of meat in one, and you know exactly how yeah. much it is, and it can dry, you know, easily. Um, but it doesn't add much in terms of no of flavor. flavor
0: exactly more and it's, and
1: you know when you have the natural casings there's you know the whole point of the, everything is to dry it mm-hmm. and they're wet so it, it it makes it a little more challenging we we use we use them both um, I think for different applications mm-hmm. I mean, we we I love making Genoa salami which is the beef bung so that's the huge casing that's like holds like ten pounds of meat in that's one casing crazy. and those are the most rewarding too because they have to sit in there for like. Uh, three to four months. Yeah. And, crazy. And, but the, I mean, it's that, and you use different cultures to get different acidifications
0: and things like that. This is so crazy. You do need mm-hmm. a book or something to just kind of it's learn it. And, yeah, and, yeah. And take it all in. Mm-hmm. But I would guess then there's no chance of those bursting open. Like, I remember my mom making mm-hmm. sausages and I think it must have been natural. I think she was using just natural casings and sometimes they would burst open and out. The meat would mm-hmm. burst out of the that's, side. That's or the other thing:
1: is they're, you know, it's it's natural, so there's they're not there's imperfections. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. So,
0: but adding flavor, I didn't kind of realize that. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I assumed that was pretty no flavor, mm-hmm. you know. And, but it's part of the animal. But it does. So it, be, it does, and mm-hmm. it's
1: edible. You know, it's probably sometimes it might yeah. not be great, but it's exactly. edible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even
0: if it could be chewy, super chewy, mm-hmm. or something like that, yeah. well, but but done. Mm-hmm. Would you use ever anything else to case? In case uh, um, you a sausage know, or sheep,
1: sheep's uh, casings, yeah. and those ones are for like breakfast sausages. They're smaller, oh. obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're really delicate and really challenging to use. Yeah. Um, okay. But you know, anything where the hog casings are like a normal size sausage to the beef middles, which are like you 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 know a bit a little bigger in diameter to the beef middles mm-hmm. uh, or the beef bungs. and um, they're all they all have their their
0: benefits, and, sure, and drawbacks. depending on what you're mm-hmm. making. Yep. interesting mm-hmm. casings <laughs> yeah, we could talk well, for hours you can... about casings i bet you too and i yeah. i would imagine certain makers um make it a habit you know to so use one kind and that's mm-hmm. kind of their yeah. you know their specialty or... yeah
1: we use different ones depending yeah. on what kind of mood i'm in yeah uh what obviously what we're making of course you know um, but it's all really about i mean the whole thing there's see that's the my Genoa right there
0: ah uh, very good yeah, yeah. you got to check out we've got it on instagram it's the CHF Joe. Yeah. For Chef Joe. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, there's a lot of pictures of the cases. I do see that there. That's beautiful. I'm really now that proud looks of that. huge. I'm How? really
1: proud of that tie. <laughs> <laughs> job.
0: This is a butcher t- knot, right? That you're doing there? What is that? It's a <laughs> that tie. It's a truss. It's beautiful. It's a
1: truss, but you a truss, go around. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's stunning. And that looks about three feet tall.
1: No, it's no. just an angle. It's probably oh, okay. two.
0: Maybe two, two, though? That's a big.
1: But it's 10 pounds a lot of, of meat. meat in that. That's, yeah. Yeah.
0: And Those is which one is that going to be? Genoa. That's Genoa. So mm-hmm. this is the one that you you really really love. Yeah, with mm-hmm. flavors and that that does look spectacular.
1: The, the other there's so many. I mean, I could there's so many different things. You know, the cultures that you use in them too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's different types of cultures okay. that you would use for different diameters, essentially. So oh, interesting. And, for example, that thing's four months, and you put a culture in it. And I always equate it to making bread.
0: Okay. I was going to ask, what is this culture? Is it like a yogurt? Is it okay? Like it's a, a bread? It's, a, like a...
1: it's like a yeast almost, mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. basically the yeast uh, feeds on, uh, hmm. it feeds on the, the proteins and the sugars and it it's yeah. byproduct. You know when you, you bloom yeast, right? Mm-hmm. And you're making bread and the byproduct is the gas which makes the bread.
0: Exactly. And the, how it's stunning is that? Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and 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 the byproduct from when you use it cultures in the, the meat is it's it's acidity the acidification and you mm-hmm. don't you don't think about when you eat so yeah, no, there's acidity all. but it is and what the acidity does is it brings down the pH it uh, prevents harmful bacteria from growing um so obviously you want it to reach its maximum its perfect acidity level when it's completely dried so a really slow mm. acidification for something that's a larger diameter like Peace. the genoa okay a faster acidification for maybe a chorizo, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. when you're, which is just a small uh, diameter, like a, and then sure, sure, So you want those those things to reach their their peaks when the uh, thing is dry. So interesting. It's,
0: mm-hmm. So it isn't just put the meat in, salt it. That's it. There always is a culture involved for mm-hmm. this reason. Yep. Okay. So I'm confused though. Cultures versus nitrates. People bring that up all the time. Is mm-hmm. that nitrate free? Is that nitrate free? Right. Can anything be? What are those?
1: I we use nitrates, mm-hmm. um, and a, a couple reasons. Um, you know, we're not in a big facility that is, you know, you know USDA inspected all the time, gotcha. and we. I just really want to be safe. Sure, and the, the nitrates prevent um, things like help prevent. Uh, things like botulism. Okay, and, and something different...
0: from growing, some mm-hmm. bad bacteria from growing. So right. it is like a just a preservative. It is. And, or, um, would you call it that? Yeah. Kind of? You yeah. know, I,
1: I kind of subscribe to the Michael Ruhlman mm-hmm. book when it comes to this. And when you don't use nitrates in that form, you have to put something in it as a preservative. And people used like celery juice as huh. a concentrate, which contains uh, nitrates in it. So, Interesting. Okay, and so vegetables contain nitrates and nitrites, and uh, so you have to put something in it. And whether it's celery juice, which people like to use because they say it's organic, for me it's not as effective. And I'm really just want to yeah, be safe. I'm exactly. not looking to make anybody sick. And, sure, sure. And it's kind of like it's kind of like taking aspirin. You know, like if you take aspirin, yeah. you know, when you have a headache or mm-hmm. something, it's not it's not harmful. It's not toxic. But if you take aspirin like four times a day every day. It'll
0: be talked then for it is but right? oh, that's a super an- analogy so
1: if you're eating salumi you know all day long every day yeah you're probably probably not good for you but <laughs> right. you know it's I don't think people eat, eat <laughs> but you aren't like
0: gonna eat that much of the nitrates I never knew that that right. some natural things vegetable based mm-hmm. could ha- have the nitrates mm-hmm. but this is just another okay because yeah that, that it's like sulfites in wine. People are always say, like, do you have to have sulfites, mm-hmm. sulfites, well, not nitrates, nitrates. You just need a better word for it than maybe people would Well, wouldn't yeah, mean,
1: I mean, I think, look, um, like I said, I, I'm not looking to make anybody sick. And we're, yeah. you know, um, we're, we're trying to be safe. Sure. And uh, all of our meats and everything like that are... Organic. I mean, they, so I'm not. I feel like, mm. in order just to be safe, I think we're yeah, exactly that's the best policy to do that. for me for yeah. sure. For I'm, sure, people might rip me for it. I don't care, but that's I just rather take that road.
0: Yeah, better better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and something like you said that that's you're not doing this 24 hours a day every day, mm-hmm. um, where you could have complete control over every aspect. Mm-hmm. You're in a restaurant. You're doing a hundred right. different things. Right. Yeah, and you know it's- <laughs> when we test
1: it, when we when we when we use when we finish something. I mean, we do it mostly just as like uh things for our chefs to do and to help and, and and it's fun in the kitchens we get the animals in and stuff like that. Yeah. We always like um I always eat it first come back the You're next the way. day if I'm if I'm not sick I'm ready to go. <laughs> if I and I've I've luckily never been gotten sick from anything that we've done. That's really great. Yeah. I, obviously there's visual and you can mm-hmm. smell if things aren't right. And we'll just toss them. We never. We always take, err on the side of safety.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. What, what what smell would you say if you know it's not right? Is there a certain smell? Like it, in cheese, if it's gone really bad, it's ammonia.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it you'll in? you'll get it to where it's more of a sight thing. If we cut into it and it still looks like raw meat in the middle yeah. after it's been sitting in there for like yeah three months, it's it's not going
0: to. Not going to be good because
1: usually hard casing or sure. um, things like that. Sometimes when when in the um, in the process, you know, you want to let it basically you know you're fermenting it right mm-hmm. if it gets too warm in that yeah. process the fats will actually start to uh render mm-hmm. and you'll see a, mm-hmm. like a sheen on the outside and that's a good sign that probably it's not going to end up working out because if there's sheen on the outside yeah. there'll be sheen on the inside and that will prevent it from drying because the, the fat will create like this barrier you know when you put um lard on the top of a pate to preserve it yep, yep. it's not going to let it sure ex- get exposed ah, same concept You don't want that to happen. You
0: don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. So, But after it's been cured, because now you're making me think of when we were in Spain, you know, they've got their Serrano legs just hanging. And Mm -hmm. it's, you know, Spain, Barcelona, hot city. Mm -hmm. They're hanging out and they had little cups under each leg like to catch the oils. But is it because those are already done fermenting, curing? Mm Mm-hmm. That that's okay. That they're dripping that grease. I mean, that I think, oil I don't know. Oil, grease, I, I, oil, I don't know because oils.
1: I think those fats are really think? what the flavor are. So yeah. maybe they're catching the fat and using it. <laughs> oh,
0: maybe, maybe they drizzle it on after they've they're cut using it or something it to saute something. Maybe in the back, you okay, know, so, interesting. Know. That'd be okay, but but that makes you know, sense. You wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to
1: find that in the United States because there's the health laws here. Yes, completely exactly, different. completely. But they have hundreds of years of of. A heritage of doing of course, that, expertise I think they in what this. I
0: think so. Yeah, I'm not worried about it ever, 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 and have never, ever, ever gotten sick mm-hmm. eating that yeah. kind of stuff, ever, uh, when it's a cured, cured meat. I think it is more susceptible when it is a raw product, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. sausage maybe, right? That yeah. it's not a cured product.
1: Well, it's, yeah, I mean, you think about it, it's, um, it's fermented, mm-hmm. fermented meat, you know, and I think yeah. that's, um, it scares a lot of people from doing it at home. Um, I think it, it it raises some red flags with our health department, mm-hmm. which is, which is Perfectly fine. Yep. I think that they sure they need okay. to make sure everybody's doing it safe, and I think, but I think though, um, the hel- we need to be open to it and understand it a little bit better, uh, you know, because I, I think it's one of the, the true pleasures in our in our food industry is yeah. cured meats, and I love it. And it's a, it's so much fun.
0: Yeah, you're starting to see that take off mm-hmm. everywhere, right? A lot, a lot and of people are doing it. A yeah. lot of people are doing it. What was? Um, it's good to see. Like, mm-hmm. especially restaurants, making mm-hmm. their own, like you. Um, but there have been some purveyors that have tried to make some, you know, in mm-hmm. town, but it hasn't worked. Is mm-hmm. it too regulated? Or what do you think has happened? We would carry, you know, night salumis, which then meat men salumis. And is mm-hmm. it a cost thing? Is it um, a regulation thing? But it's really hard, I think, to be a charcuterie maker here in San Diego. Is it a sourcing the um, the meat? I thing? don't know. What I don't do know, you know the
1: details of both of those. Um... um Productions, I know that um, the products that they make are pretty good. They're awesome. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know. I know that it's challenging in terms of you. I know we used, um, what was the, f- the first one you mentioned? Um, it was
0: Night Salumi. Mm-hmm. That's, he was kind of the, one of the first way back.
1: Ray Knight, right?
0: Mm-hmm, Ray Knight. Mm-hmm. We
1: were buying some of his stuff, and I remember the challenge was we would there'd be gaps be, and when you could get it. Yeah. You know, and um, but his stuff was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I remember, and but it, there'd be these gaps. It's like, we'd get a bunch of stuff and they'd be like, okay, I need some more and he's like, I, I it's going to be a book. few weeks. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that, that's sure. the challenge is because you're not it's dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know the, the why they didn't we weren't, weren't successful if it was, some yeah. internal management things. I don't, I'm not really. Who knows interested. exactly. It is. It's very challenging to do. I know we have gaps sometimes. It's like we will use it all up, and it's like, well, I don't have anything else that's going to be ready for a few. For weeks. So we weeks have to buy it menu, a lot or of buy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll
0: find another source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Tricky the timing of it being ready. It's Unless a good you have point. this Wrong big
1: place. production that's just constantly rolling, and I know mm-hmm. small productions are challenging. Yeah, you know? I know there's some good larger productions that use really good methods and sources and stuff like that. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: What about your sources? All, mostly local as local as can um, yeah. be. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you
1: know, it didn't start out that way. It was just yeah. like buy some pig from some pork shoulder from, you know, our, our vendor yeah. and learn it that way. I think it's gotten to where Jack Ford has been super instrumental in helping us. That's great. Um, always find stuff. Um, and it'll be like, Jack will call me and be like, you need a pig. I'll be like, sure. I'll take <laughs> I got a, a pig. pig. Yeah. Exactly. You, you know, he wants, he I'm, um, He's he's like well, we have this event coming up and I'm like okay we got to plan it like at least three months out because that's when I need it to, for it to be ready. Yes. Um so he's been awesome with that and um I I really trust um where you know what yeah. what he does out there with with the people that he works with in the farms and uh and I, I'm always happy with yeah. the product and, and the quality and everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's
0: no question that you're starting with the basic awesome ingredient. Yeah. And he's a Valley View center so what 60 miles How far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's in San Diego, yeah. very near San Diego. Mm-hmm. As near as you can
1: be. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, you know, I think um he gets. Uh, he should have a little more credit around this town than he gets because he he does so yeah. much for our industry. Oh, and, and
0: education and, and, and collaboration. Yeah,
1: connecting people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's great, and um, what what with what he does with the Berry Good Foundation, and mm-hmm. you know, we're doing the Olivewood Gardens thing that we we. I think the pig that you showed there was that was we we're. Oh we were really? Stuff okay. For their, their seedling soirée coming up. Oh, in very
0: nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice, and. Well, what part, what what are you making out of that piece that we, we so, showed? What all are we going to get out of do a that?
1: prosciutto that's obviously not going to be ready for <laughs> Ready for, for that. this, yes. This um, will be
0: later, <laughs> next but, year.
1: <laughs> but we do have um, some soppressadas that are working, nice. pancetta. Yeah. Um, we, we're we going to have a copa de testa that's going to be Ooh. for that. Um, I'm going to, uh, actually, we've we, we got a few things. I can't remember everything off the top of my head. Um, oh, the copa uh, lonza. Are mm-hmm. also going to be coming for mm-hmm. that.
0: Mm-hmm. These are all so 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 good. Yeah. Um. I hope we have enough. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> it looks like an a... awful lot of meat. But when on you break it piece. down, when
1: you break it down, it's. I mean, it's, it, it ends up being a lot, but it, yeah. Um,
0: there's oh going to be a lot of
1: people there. But I think a
0: lot but. of. Did you learn all about these meats just as you're making them and going? You know, you're mm-hmm. throwing out things that if you're in that char- charcuterie world, you know, copas and mm-hmm. uh, uh, soprasadas mm-hmm. and. Oh, what's your yeah. favorite? Do you have a favorite favorite?
1: I'd be like, what's your favorite kid? I know. You know. What's your favorite
0: kid? What's your favorite cheese? I know um, it's the hardest you know, question. The, I I, like I, I said, the,
1: the most rewarding I think is <laughs> if when we are, have a successful prosciutto because of the time it takes yeah. and it's just like Precision. Um, the, and the ones that take a longer time um, when they come out right and when we get the stamp of approval from some of the Italian people that we work with. They're like, oh, this is I, good, huh? Harsh like, critics. <laughs> I'm like, okay, then Then I feel, like, uh, validated.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Mm-hmm. How good is that? And that's something, though, if you got it right and stuff, you could get this at, is it all, do all the Cucinas do this? Where do, do you do this? I only mostly? do it out
1: of Cucina Urbana. Okay. And uh, a mm-hmm. lot of times, if, you know, I'll send some over to some of the other restaurants, but mostly it's just Cucina, Cucina R-. Urbana. It just has oh. the facility. I don't have the facility. To it. do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So lucky me, because that's my closest <laughs> one. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's not a, a you know, we in, in all honestly like we will it'll feature sometimes our short aren't 100% that stuff it, like sure. you said sometimes it's like you know you, Understood. You, you have to make it really diligently on the schedule of making it consistently um to, to do it. And, and sometimes we just, it's time, you know, management where we're just so busy with other things. But when it features on there, we are always, it's, you know, I think there's a couple things. And we'll always have some things that we that are cooked, like pâtés, yes. things like that that are on there. Not all of it's dry cured. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's
0: a nice mix. I mm-hmm. like when you can have a board that has some, um, the mixture of things, mm-hmm. say um, a pâté, something mm-hmm. like that, the dry cured, mm-hmm. and then maybe a, a sausage that's been fried or whatever yeah. it is. And that's mm-hmm. a, that's neat to Get all those textures, all the yeah. flavors, but it really could have all come from that same piece of meat, right? Yeah, that a lot of times world.
1: they do because they're all, yeah, you know, the pig's broken down at one time mm-hmm. and then they're all like uh, fabricated and then they're all put in there and they yeah. usually come out around the same time. I'll probably do some... Uh, chorizos or something that are super quick that maybe take three weeks or something yeah, like
0: that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Super awesome. So mm-hmm. that'd be a good way to to test this. Yeah. What if you want to just try it at home? If you want to dabble at home, what would be a good start? You mentioned, is there a couple books? Do you, yeah,
1: are... uh, Michael Ruhlman's books, okay. I think, are the best. There's one, um, Salumi, okay.
0: uh, and he
1: has one charcuterie, but I think the Salumi one, we, we the recipes that when we've used it out of there are the has best. It's been really good. We've all been on point, yeah. All right. And there's a bunch out of there. There's um, nose-to-tail books. um that, that are really good. And I think if you just do a lot of reading and research and trying, you'll find recipes that work well in your environment. And Like everybody's environment's different, right? That's Yeah. So, it's like it, what works at one place might not work at the Somewhere other. Somewhere else, yeah. So it's just a matter of trying it and um, yeah. seeing what works in, in the environment. Because the environment's the most important thing to like making sure it works to making sure it works Mm -hmm. and
0: then you could go to vons you could go to a butcher Mm -hmm. just get a nice piece of meat to start i would always start with something that's Mm -hmm. um,
1: uh, from a good source you know which you can get at those places Mm -hmm. as long as they're not those big mega you know yeah where they're just like the meat's crap and
0: Mm -hmm. you don't uh, really know how old it is Mm-hmm. Right, how preserved and it already is. And start with a is. whole
1: piece of meat. Don't mm-hmm. buy ground meat to do okay. it. Okay. You know, so start, you with, start whole with whole and grind it yourself. Yeah, and most if you're doing mm-hmm. it at home, most like if you have a KitchenAid, they have the grinder attachments, and those work really, really well. Nice. Um, the, the only thing I wouldn't suggest doing with, with those is they have the things where it cases it right from the grinder. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: You,
1: and that doesn't work because you really uh, need to emulsify the meat, and so mm-hmm. you have to after it grinds, you have to put it in the thing and whip it. Right. Oh, okay. So Get if really- if you just take it right out of the grind. The meat's going to separate and it's not, it's not going to be a, a smooth paste. Interesting.
0: You really, so you'd mm-hmm. want that. And I would seem that that would be too susceptible to air pockets. And mm-hmm. would that... Yep. Uh, in bring on molds or in, could it be really bad that way? Right, air. you need that. No air is inside; is that air is bad unless you're blue cheese and you see, want to turn what blue. you're doing. <laughs> you sound like you've done this only you... because it's it's so in hand in hand with cheese. You know, mm-hmm. you can put them together. The fermenting of things, mm-hmm. you kind of see that right. now in all the different products. That do you do ferment. you make cheese? Oh my gosh, I've dabbled in only the fresh ones, mm-hmm. and I bow my hat to all the people that that make the the aged cheeses and some of the mm-hmm. really hard. It's hard. Jack's cheeses are good. Jack's cheeses are fantastic. Fantastic. Right. He was, I, I, again, I just, blessed are the cheesemakers. Somebody mm-hmm. wrote a book. I'm that surprised. You, I know you, awesome. you know
1: cheese is your thing. I'm surprised you haven't like. I will eat it. <laughs> well, let's make some cheese.
0: Okay. You I would love to it? try it. Let's do it together. Okay. Because we're gonna, I will I've try it I've tried a then. few
1: um, mm-hmm. like aged cheeses. Yeah. Some of the basic ones where it's like ricotta salada. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And we've like crusted a little bit of herbs oh, and Oh, nice. Spices. Exactly. But I, I've, we've, a nice. while ago, we've tried to do like making like cheddar Yes. Right? Aged cheddars mm-hmm. and things like that. And mixed results again. Yes. But it's never been something where I've. Done it enough to really perfect right, it
0: and kind of feel that way. Okay, that's, Let's a, do that's it. a deal. I'm serious. That's Let's a do deal. <laughs> you saw it here. <laughs> done deal. I think that would be a great little collaboration. <laughs> that would be a really good one. Yeah. That will be nice. Okay, yeah. that would, I would like it. I'm into Again, it. Okay, here's another one for you, Joe, because okay. I'm going to make a big pitch for you. One of my favorite things at Cucina is always the octopus, and mm-hmm. I've told you that many times. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I saw in New York City? is a They did like an octopus salumi. I want to call oh, it. Yeah. yeah, and it was in the, a big form, like a Genoa. Mm-hmm. Size, right. I want to say, and when it came out, it was just—it's like they had Shaved. cut it on the deli slicer, mm-hmm. and you could see the the tentacles, and mm-hmm. it was kind of swirled. What is it same same concept? Have they cured it this way? No, is this? I don't think so. Okay. I think
1: I my th- I my guess is um, I tried doing that. You one have. Time. I was I they was we called it pulperoni. Pulperoni, <laughs> like oh oct- nice pulperoni. Um, my guess is they probably. Um, use some kind of like meat glues and like take all the tentacles. That sounds
0: weird. Okay. Well, Glue? you know, okay, when you, yeah. ten- what is
1: it? The, the little powder. I'm not, all yeah, into that interesting. Kind of thing, oh, but, yeah. Okay. You know, and, and they put it in like a little, somehow like form it into yeah. a thing. And then when you take it out, it all stays together.
0: Ah, uh, oh, I see. What there's a lot okay. of um,
1: gelatin in those things. So you may be able to do it without it. But once room temperature hits, it's going to kind of like fall apart oh, my. but my guess is they do that and and get it really cold or freeze it and then shave it like carpaccio
0: you know that kind of makes sense now mm-hmm. that you say it and that's how I remember it kind of being presented or mm-hmm. served but your octopus man you could package that you could put it in a jar <laughs> do anything with that I would be so thrilled Thanks. yeah but interesting to know yeah. so we will make cheese um, be sure to stop at a Cucina Urbana Cucina and check out any of mm-hmm. them if you haven't delicious stuff um, say hi to Joe try some of these charcuteries and try mm-hmm. some at home yeah, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. And um like I said, I'll post a few more of his pictures um at noonontuesday.com. Mm-hmm. I'll post that duck, see which if you approve of the <laughs> technique. And um happy meat making and meat eating and thanks for coming, Joe.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot for having yeah, me. I appreciate yeah. it. And we always encourage people to try their hand at making things at home. Yes. I think it just makes for uh, you know it it it's 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 just a wonderful thing to try. Even if it messes up a couple times, it's it's yeah. good to get in there and try. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So
0: cheers to that, yep. everyone. Thank you so much. Great. Bye, ciao. Hi, fellow cheese lovers! Cheese Wiz Gina here, and I invite you to subscribe to our Noon on Tuesday podcast to hear all about cheese all the time. You can listen on iTunes or SoundCloud, or subscribe via Feed Burner under Noon on Tuesday. You can also watch us live every week on Facebook at Venissimo Cheese at, you guessed it, noon every Tuesday Pacific time. We're fun, we're cheesy, so tune in and tell your friends to tune in too. Ciao! <laughs>